Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Next week, it's the Ryder Cup. It will be played in Italy at the Marco Simone Golf and Country Club. Joining us this morning, as he does every Friday morning here on 101 ESPN, is Jay Delsing, host of Golf with Jay Delsing, Sunday mornings 8 to 10 here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Mr. Delsing. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. What does it mean when Coach Stugart talks about after their loss, you know, they regrouped and rallied the troops, and I slept the entire week after Ascension. <laughs> I think... I think I, I think our trains were heading opposite directions. So I'm uh, not sure. Okay, my question: When you were sleeping, were you in the fetal position? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Okay. There was a little a little rigor set in in a couple of times, and I, and I think I think someone threw a towel in, saying, "You know, this thing's over. It's over." <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's you aren't in regroup mode yet, Jay. You're just in. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in full blown surrender mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Hey, do you look for this uh, Ryder Cup that is played next week in Italy? Is this going to be competitive? I, I look at the teams, and I, and I see no reason why it should not be a really compelling four days of golf. Oh, I really think it will be. They they always are. I mean, if you look at I, – I mean, I'm more concerned about the U.S. team than I am the, the Euros. I got to get together with Colin Montgomery at uh, the week of the Ascension, and I promise put on a great little function – and I got to interview him, and he was trying to convince me that the Euros are a huge underdog because of their rookies and things like that, and I, I'm just not buying it. The, the European squad does a great job of picking golf courses that suit their teams extremely well. Their players, Randy, and I think this is the biggest thing, their players have played probably 30 to 40 rounds of golf at um, there in Rome, and Man, our U.S. team has probably hasn't played more than three. There's a there's a when you get that familiarity with a golf course, I think that's a huge advantage. Well, Jay, I wanted to ask you about Parkway Central alum Michael Block earning another uh, earning a spot in another PGA Tour event. What do you have to say about his play? And it was obviously a stunning show recently that he was able to do. But what do you think about the local legend story just continuing to grow? Brooke, what he did at at um, Oak Hill's impossible. I mean, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for for club pros. It's not that these guys, you know, aren't necessarily good. They just don't, at that level, they just don't play um, an event with that kind of competition very often. I mean, th- th- to do what he did with Rory McIlroy, the hole in one, the whole thing, I mean, it's a scripted movie. There's no way. I, I mean, I was so enthralled, and, and, and I've sent him some texts. We just haven't fully connected, but I want to get him on the show and just talk a little bit about this ride that he's on because it's you and you know, I'm in the, the weeds on all this stupid golf stuff. But his <laughs> name is popping up every week, making another hole in one or doing something that, um, you know, is kind of unexpected. So yeah, whatever, whatever he does is, is, is pretty damn amazing. I mean, I know he shot a couple of course records here, here in the last month or so. So he's obviously playing a lot of good golf. 
Jay, speaking of Rory McIlroy, he says he knows why he hasn't won a Masters yet. And he was on a podcast. He said, I think it's I think sometimes it's because it's the one I haven't won. The only thing I think about that week is winning it. And that's not the way to approach a golf tournament. He says, I just feel at Augusta I get too results oriented too early instead of getting myself in the tournament and playing my way into contention yep. like I do at every other tournament. Is that a, a when you're in that moment of, you know, one of the biggest golf tournaments in the world that that's happening, he just he's thinking about it too much instead of just playing his game, right? Absolutely, Kerry. And here's the other thing that's such a mind-numbing about Augusta. It's the only major venue that doesn't change every year. Hmm. We go to Augusta in the spring. Everybody knows where the flagstick's going to be on Sunday. It just messes with you because these are really, really capable golfers that are all prepping the same way, guys. When you go to the practice rounds and everything, it's it's amazing to watch. Everybody is hitting chips and putts from the same area, area because you know ninety nine percent of the time your ball's going to funnel in this little you know collection area, and you're going to need to try to figure out how to handle it. And with with I read that article, Kerry, and I thought it was a great article because Rory said. I remember he said, you know, there's these big scoreboards, these white scoreboards, and they're all over the place, so you can't avoid them. Hmm. And I remember him saying he saw that at one point in time he was 10 strokes behind Brooks Kepka, and he said he remembers, you know, trying to make something happen, and obviously he wound up missing the cut. And so you, you, he's got to get back into staying present, staying playing. It sounds so boring, you guys, but it's the only way to climb the golf mountain is one shot at a time. And you have to free it up and not worry about where it goes. It is really hard to do. Jay, I have an equipment question for you that I've never asked. We've talked a lot about the advancement of technology and equipment. Has the technology of the putter advanced substantially? It really has, Randy. So Scotty Cameron is the first to really take this to uh, a big high level. Now, Ping, the, the Ping, the Karsten um, Solheim family has been making great golf equipment, you guys, since I've been a kid. They started it in their garage. They started it in Scottsdale, Arizona. And, and Karsten Solheim and his now his sons make great, really, really solid equipment. But Scotty Cameron took it to an entirely different level, La- uh, getting all of these things laser cut, Randy, and measuring all of these. I mean, now you can get... Um, and people probably don't know this, but every putter has loft on it. You don't want to have your putter an exact straight face. Otherwise, the ball would more than likely get beat into the ground. What you actually want the ball to do is just kind of skim along the top of the ground until it starts rolling again after you hit it. And Scotty Cameron was the first to to, to laser measure these and, and then get his the heads of the putters um, lasered out of pieces of metal and use different sorts of metal for different fields and things like that. So the, the, the putters, and so there's also lie angles, Randy, for different, uh, for your different uh, heights of men and women. So if, if you're a, a shorter guy, you're going to want a little flatter lie angle. If you're a taller guy like I am, you're going to want a little, little more like a, probably a 71 or 72 degree lie angle on there, but it's, 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 it really has come a long, long way. And, they used to just kind of throw. I've got a basement full of putters that just don't feel good anymore because these new putters are so much better. Jay, I noticed that some people switch their hands when they're putting. I think Randy does it. Uh, no, I'm not a crosshand. Why? What's the purpose of that? And and does it work better than than putting normal? <laughs> Sounds like you're searching. Kerry. I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to find some things here. Huh? <laughs> no, Gary, they're basically looking for a different sort of feel. So. 
I mean, there's there's been this this overall thought, and the Golf Channel has thrown out a lot of good stuff over the years. But guys, it has really screwed up a lot of people too. And <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to chipping, pitching, and putting. They talk on the golf channel about you got to keep your hands firm and you have to keep them way ahead. And that just nobody that make nobody that plays on Sunday does that unless they're under a tree trying to hit this little low shot to keep the ball real low. Their hands have to stay soft and supple. Imagine Michael Jordan shooting a free throw. He rolls, he spins the ball, it comes back to him. His wrists are soft and supple, and and that's where you get all of your feel, you guys. Imagine Albert Pujols trying to hit a major league you know baseball while while not being supple with it and and quick with his hands i mean it all of that it, and guys all that thinking slows you down the golf swing takes just over a second to happen you can't be thinking about a lot of stuff one thought and one thought only so when guys are going left hand low or cross handed or they're doing the pencil grip that's all these things they're trying to just get a different feel carry and what they're what they're looking for is just to try to make a damn putt. I mean, <laughs> most of these guys would putt with a hockey stick if they thought they were to get it in a hole. They, they really would. And I, I'm included in that. And there was one tour guy, I remember, he had a, a really short, but it was a, an astronomical run. Remember Happy Gilmore? Ken what? Green. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Ken Green. That 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 guy made a, about a 60-foot putt on, on the 18th hole, not that I remember this, on the 18th hole at Memphis, uh, when I was to, to tie for second with me, which only cost me about $43,000. I don't remember much of that. I don't remember all of it. I just remember some of it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, Jay, it's always good to hear your voice. Who do you have on the show on Sunday morning? Danny Mack and I have Chris Pronger on the show, you guys, and he was so fun. I don't know if you got to see any of the celebrity shootout at the Ascension Charity Classic, but Bronx was out there with with Chief and Ozzy and Robert Thomas and, and Hale Irwin. And, and somebody was chirping him on the 17th, you know, where they had that really cool amphitheater setting down there. And, and Prog said to him, you sound pretty brave up there in, you know, row three. Why don't you come on down to the green? So Prog was, challenge, was challenging somebody out on the 17th <laughs> and it was golf. So we were, we were trying to make My it. A, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was really fun. We also – Kerry, we also have Mike Small, who is the University of Illinois uh, golf coach. And I, I know you knew this already, Kerry, but University of Illinois men's golf team is a national powerhouse. Yes, they haven't they won are. the national championship, but they are they're ballers up there. And Mike Small is really a good guy. They good are very good. Yeah. So they got that going for him. That was a mouthful in that question, Randy. You already said when he asked that again. I, I didn't stop. We're looking forward to it. Jay, have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN. So they got the golf going, which we is do nice. Have, no, yeah. we've always had, had a really good golf team.